Hey everyone, welcome back to Bring Out The List. In this week's part one of our top 10 favorite classic rock songs, myself, Tyler, and Justin go deep into some of the greatest songs that make up the genre of classic rock. Thanks for giving us a listen, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Hit the music, Tyler. Out the list. I'm here. I'm Ryan, and I'm here with my two of my best friends, Tyler and Hello. Justin. And we are here today to talk about ten of our favorite classic rock songs. Uh, Justin forgets that we are a totally audio uh, listening experience, so he just waved at the camera, but it's okay. But yeah, we're here today to uh, talk about uh, our top ten favorite classic rock songs. Um, we had a few rules when we went into making this list because we're just going to jump right in today. Um, the biggest rule was that we couldn't have an artist slash band show up on our list um, more than once, and we can only do that one time. So only one artist can show up on your list more than once. Uh, other than that, it was pretty much free reign. Uh, we tried to stick to classic rock. We'll see if everybody involved uh, did so. Um, but before we get started, uh, does anybody want to mention any honorable mentions that they had before we get into our lists? I won't waste too much time. Tyler, go I, for I, it. I just have a question. Wait, oh, so you have a like, question. Just like more than one. What? Wait, like, like I'm allowed two, two songs from. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we said two, two, three max if you were really feeling it. But not trace. Yeah, so, so yeah, so we're trying, we're not trying to extend the the honor roll mentions too far because we want to get into our list. Okay. So, do you have any? I got two. All right, let's hear them. Oh. At least one of them. Um. Okay. One is from. The Eagles. It's called the Hotel California. Such a lovely place. Nice, nice. Such a lovely good place. one. You love I, an I can't believe reference. What? You love an Eagles reference? Of course. I mean, they play football. They sing. Like I think they wrote that <laughs> when they're at the uh, San Francisco Forty uh, Niners Hotel. Please say yeah. your second I, one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie though. I did think a lot about that song. It doesn't appear in honorables or my list, but I did think about the Eagles in general, and then um, Hotel California specifically. Um, this one really hits me hard. Um, it just, you know, going into every year with the New Jersey Devils, just hoping for a better year. Don't stop believing by Journey. <laughs> <laughs> Always a classic for sure. And uh, Justin, what are your two honorables? Because I know this was hard for you. Yeah, I've got three. Um, I'll make it quick. The, I've been listening to a lot of classic rock lately, actually, and the song that started that. Thanks, man. The song that started that kick again was a song called Rock Me by Great White. You guys definitely haven't heard of it, but it's it's just like a slow build of a song that impressive vocals. Second would be uh, Pour Some Sugar on Me by Def Leppard. You just love the heavy guitar and the heavy drums on you it. You know, yeah, I thought about that one too. There was a couple, I'm not going to lie, there were a couple that I remember hearing in like rock band um, that stayed with me once that game was long gone that I thought about, and that was one of them for sure. I just yeah, I, backed, that I backed out, poured some sugar on me. I was thinking about it, but I didn't do it. And then lastly, it's, but it's uh, yeah, no, no, I was just gonna say that that's like a very like easily like you could listen to that a bunch of times and not get tired of it. At least for me. Mm-hmm. 
and then lastly, uh, "More Than Words" by Extreme. I just that was one that of the first, one, uh, one of the first actual songs I learned how to play on guitar, and I still, you guys are around me all the time. I still play that from time to time, and you just love a good acoustic ballad, harmonies, vocals. It it's just a really, it's a fun song to play. It's a fun song to hear. It's a fun song to sing in the car. So those are those are mine. Yeah, you know what? That is classic. That is classic rock. Yes, right. hence the list. Top, uh-huh. or yeah. top ten. So, so there's another thing I want to clarify too is that we're not doing our top ten one because especially me, I can't speak. I mean, Justin has a good range. Um, I don't. My my list by far was made with huge blindsides. One of them being, um, what? No, one of them in terms Maybe. of bands, like one of them being Pink Floyd. Like I don't know that much about them, so like a lot of them is is off. Led Zeppelin is another big one for me too that like I don't know enough songs for me to have a legitimate opinion. So in terms of my list, the reason they're not on it is because I don't listen to them enough. Um, spoiler alert, they're not on there. Um, now for my honorable mentions, um, a big one, and this was on my list at first, but then I broke. I would have been breaking the rule that we set today, but I just love this song purely on, like the, there's not really much there lyrically, but I love One by Metallica. That That's a, a pretty great song. It's such a good, I mean, it is, but like, you don't, but like for me, I, I don't know, like it's mostly the music parts of it that like get me like, there's that bridge at the end where they're just like, like, I love that shit. Like it's, it's where one I of my favorite songs. Hero. Yeah. And it was one of the hardest songs to play on Guitar Hero, but I actually knew about that song before Guitar Hero actually, but um, I love one. That's a, that's a big one for me. And then I can pretty much think of any ACDC song that didn't make my list. But I think the biggest one that didn't make my list that I like was very painful for me not to put on there was Highway to Hell. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a classic. I mean, it's just a very classic ACDC jam. And, you know, I, it really hurt not to put it on there. But there were just so many songs to choose from. But that's, that's why it didn't make mine. So once again, just a reminder, this is not a top 10. It is 10 of our favorite. So nobody judge i'm going to try not to judge these two hopefully they won't judge me but i do think that our lists are going to be super different like i i think there might be a couple crossovers but i think it's going to be very rare i think that i also have a couple of ones that no one is going to see coming but i'm really excited to do this um but i think today even though justin is the music guy i want tyler to go first so i want to hear tyler's number 10 um we're just going to do one a piece it's going to be the easiest that way to just keep going one a piece Prefer so before I start, just want to say you one just made an honorable mention. It, it's look, this was a tough list, man. Okay, and I told I you, not, I would not get in. Okay, the rules, the I'm rules on. that I the one rule that I set is the reason I didn't get on the list. I couldn't do repeats, so you know, I so trust me, another, there are a lot of there are a lot of Metallica songs that I like. Song. Yeah, and there is another one on here. So pissed. I'm, I'm right. killing it with the and I'm, I'm killing it with it the teases, by the way. Hmm? Um, yeah, you probably do. Guaranteed. Well, what, number one I'm is? a Yankees fan. I'm a Yankees fan. I know what's. You on. probably know what it is. <laughs> but anyway, I want to get to Tyler's ten because I'm really. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. Like Justin, like I'm. You're probably gonna surprise me. You're probably gonna make me very happy. I'm probably gonna be like, wow, I didn't expect that. But I'm really just excited to see how all over the place Tyler's list is. See, and I really want. If it was like a mix, really see, yeah. you know, I mean, like if I could go classic rock, punk rock, emo rock, it would be all over the fucking place. But because it's classic rock, right. I have 
I think it's kind of in the, it's in the same range of everything else. I mean, like number ten, "Running with the Devil" by Van Halen. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Cool. I won't want to be "Run with the Devils." You know. I mean, what That's else? I mean, what do you like about the song specifically? <laughs> you know, it just speaks to me. Like I heard it at a young age. That's fair. I, I know. For me, it's just yes. oh, you know, go for it. Oh no! I was just gonna say, like, I remember seeing it from like a sadly a nineteen ninety five New Jersey Devils Stanley Cup video, and running with the Devils was in it. So that's how I got into that song as a young lad. Spoiler: We'll be talking about this song again. So, <laughs> spoiler: We were going to be talking about this song again, again. <laughs> spoiler: We're going to be talking about a certain song that Ryan Ray mentioned again. Okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. But but yeah, I mean, I know for the, I won't go too deep, but just I, I this is a big hype one for me, not just because of the Devils, but just in general. We're all New Jersey Devils fans, by the way, for anyone listening. And they play this song uh, at the start of some periods, like before, like after the, like the intermissions, they'll play this song as the, the team is coming out. So this is yeah. a big like group song, but also just in general, I just I really enjoy um, this song in, uh, all, you know, like in all ways, shapes, and forms. But yeah, they come out. Uh, we'll go to now to Justin with his number 10, and hopefully he'll give us some good depth about whatever he chose for 10. Yeah, um, like we said, this is not, I really did this in no particular order. I did this um, as I thought of the songs. I wrote them down, and that's kind of the order they stayed in. So um, number 10 is Welcome to the Jungle, Guns and Roses. Nice. <laughs> I just I love the entire build of the song, like the very beginning guitar intro. But when you get to the the bridge and Axel just screams, you know where you are. You're in the jungle, baby. You're going to die. And just like the whole thing, like it puts you in like this wild place, you know, just like the music itself and Slash's guitar and just everything about it is just like dirty. And it's, it's, it's perfection. The lyrics. Yeah. And that. Yeah. Yeah. That's the part. that's that's the part of it to me that makes me like feel when i'm listening to it like it is like they're doing it in the middle of a jungle like it's very hard to make a song like that and make it feel like they're actually in the place that they're describing and they really do that just it's it's a very like a great way to describe it is exotic like it's just this very exotic version of rock and roll um they really it's very unique there's not another song like it in my opinion i'd agree but I mean, I, I really don't, I couldn't name another song. Like, it's kind of like some other, you know, a, a song that will probably show up later that I'm not going to mention because I don't want to tease all the songs, but there's another song that I'll probably give that title to as well as the most unique version of itself. Um, but I'll go into my number 10 now and nobody is going to expect this. Nobody, these first two, maybe even three, four are going to see any of these coming, but my number 10 and granted a lot of the stuff at the bottom are a product of me not being able to repeat artists but my number 10 is actually schools out by uh, Alice Cooper. It's a good one. Our hero jam. Yeah. Damn. It's just, it, it, and like, and honestly, once again, this is one that I actually heard before. Like I was a little bit of a cultured rock and roll fan, even before guitar hero cultured everyone our age into rock and roll, but it's just a classic song. It's it, to me, a lot of the stuff and you're probably going to hear this a lot. It's just, it's repeatability. Like just you, you can constantly listen to this and not get tired of it classic and in the lyrics and has a good vibe and you know at the end they add like the actual kids and it's also like a wholesome song like try and find a lot of songs in rock and roll that are wholesome um you know there's probably some stuff in there but like for the most part it's literally just be like school's out for the summer like let's get hype um yeah so that's why uh alice cooper schools out is my number 10 so 
now or bouncing back to Tyler already um, for his number nine. So let's hear it. I gotta say that, that that's a great song. Like, isn't it though? I remember I hit a perfect one hundred percent on Guitar Hero playing <laughs> that song. It was on easy though, so it's different. Yeah, I was gonna say it was definitely <laughs> on easy. Goddamn right. The only song, the only song I ever hit a hundred percent on in Guitar Hero was even flow on medium. Um, yeah, which spoiler alert is not on my list, but I do like that song. But anyway, Tyler's number nine. Okay. Number nine is Don't Fear the Reaper by Blue Oyster Cult. Another guitar hero jam. Love that cowbell. That's a good one. Love that cowbell. (laughs) Damn, I didn't even think of that. That's a good one. It is a solid one. Oh, for sure. I'm really really like having flashbacks now to Guitar Hero, but just in general, it's just great. And yeah, and then the cowbell for sure. I can just see Will Ferrell dancing around the studio with Jimmy Fallon (laughs) cracking up in the background when he said that. Definitely. definitely. I gotta have more cowbell, baby. (laughs) Like, is there anything specifically that you like about this song other than the cowbell? Um, Besides the cowbell, but I still think we need more cowbell to it. Um, You always need more cowbell. I don't know. It's it's just like a, it's a solid, like, mellow song. I used to listen to it, like, after hockey games. Um, It's also in the movie Miracle, which also, it's great. Oh, that's right. See, I've only seen that movie once, but I do remember that. I think it's also in Halloween. That's that I don't know. Different ends is that of Mr. The Sandman? Mr. Sandman might have been in that one. The fuck is you, Mr. Sandman? You, enter Sandman. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Mr. Sandman. You know, like the ba 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 Oh no. No? I don't actually. Really? Oh, it's a wait, yes, I do. Song. It's, it's not a rock it's not a rock song. It's like Mr. Sandman. Yeah, that yes, one. it's creepy though. About. I don't want to sing that much of it because like you never know who's listening. But but yeah, that's that song. I know it was in SpongeBob, funny enough. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think the music parts of it, not the words. I think just the like the like the actual music of it is in in SpongeBob. I don't know. Justin's our SpongeBob encyclopedia over here. I think is it? or it's in some cartoon show that we watched is. growing up. But anyway, that's a good one though. I did not expect you to to pull that out. That's definitely got some classics. And I'm kind of mad I didn't even think about it. Like, I don't know if it would have made my list, but I don't I don't think I would have. But I didn't even think about it. But um, now we're going to move to Justin's number nine, which is. So I'm going to have a pretty good mix of rockers and ballads here. And we'll enter in with our first ballad in the regular list. It would be Faithfully by Journey. Oh, nice. Yes. I feel like Don't Stop, Don't Stop Leaving is obviously an amazing song. And anybody who doesn't like it is, sure. is a degenerate. We're going to have a callback to the background <laughs> band one. Oh man! Uh, <laughs> but um, that song kind of overshadows Faithfully a little bit. And I just love like everything about Faithfully, the way it builds. Like I'm going to probably say the way songs build a lot because that's a, a rock thing. It's but, a thing. Like, the lyrics in it. And every time I hear the song ever since like Talladega Nights came I out. Knew I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I could see Susan crawling across the table and Ricky Bobby saying, <laughs> we're going to awesome. start making animal noises. <laughs> Look that, away! Look away! <laughs> and it's one of those songs, you know, that just reaches, it reaches our parents' generation, it reaches our generation, and hell, it probably even reaches the next generation of people that watch Talladega Nights or whatever, because the song just kind of keeps popping up in different places, but it's definitely a song that I always go back to. Journey, especially Steve Perry's voice, and that song, and Don't Stop Believing, are just, like, immaculate, so that's yeah you stole the words right out of my mouth like his voice is just something that it's it's once in a lifetime type of talent for sure um he disappeared he disappeared he disappeared 
<laughs> I mean, I think like guys like him, Freddie Mercury, like those are guys that really can't be matched. No. Like on a like on a talent level, like they're just out of this world. But and I just I don't know. Anytime I hear a Journey song, like I have to stop and listen. Is that just me? Like. No matter no, what song it is. I definitely feel that, especially with their ballads. Like there's, there's a couple. I oh, even yeah. showed, I showed some people at work, like there's a song called When a Man Loves a Woman. That's a really good one. Mm-hmm. Or no, When You Love a Woman. I just definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. said a Michael Bolton song. But um, <laughs> uh, Open Arms, that's another good one. Any Way You Want It, obviously. Uh, yeah. Separate see, work. Yeah. That's the thing is that they hit you with songs like um, – like don't stop believing and um wow i just my brain farted that one the one that you just mentioned um faithfully. <laughs> fa- no not faithfully no the other one open arms no it was it's the more mainstream one you just said it you literally just said it i can't Anywhere remember you now, want it. but yes those two songs like those two songs like that if most people were like like what are two journey like those are the two but i agree like journey is um faithfully is just so terribly underrated but if we were doing a top 10 songs of like classic rock i can't say that it would or would not be number one if like not in my top five at least like that is one of my favorite songs in general and i don't even really listen like exclusively to rock like i'm all over the place but mostly in hip-hop and like, that is one of my favorite songs if it is on it is we're, we're listening to the whole thing just the beginning highway run i'm not a singer so that that was horrible <laughs> but into the mid that the opening lyric is so good and it sets the scene so well. I'm an idiot. I just, just remember that, that reminded me of uh, that reminded me of another song that I didn't think about on this list that might have made it. But anyway, um, I think also though the like the I don't know how to describe it, but like the 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 like the chords that they play in faithfully and it's, it basically sounds like guitar lasers. It's like like I don't know. I love that. Those are really great too. Yeah. In addition to that opening verse. For sure. But now we're going to go to my number nine. Another one I don't think that anybody is going to have um, is We're Not Going to Take It by Twisted Sister. <gasps> oh, man. I, I, love, I love that song. I don't know why. It's another one that like I'm always going to keep on if I hear it. It's just, you know why? Because I think it's one of the only rock songs I can like couple with the video. Like I remember the video. I don't their really remember video, music videos. Their videos were so wild. Like that one. And I know. Take it. They yeah. got in trouble for that shit. Like they had to go through the PMRC and everything. Like he appeared in court. <laughs> That's so wild that a song it's like a, that and a video like that can do have that kind of impact on people. I, it, I don't know. It's just whenever I, I think most people, I mean, maybe not young, young people, but like, I think even people in our age group know that song. It just kind of transcended the time that it was, you know created um but it's one of my favorites and whenever i hear it i like that's another one i stop and listen to and that's all the things that i've been talking about what is there a cowbone we're not going to take it but there i don't think so there totally could be but they're like like if they wanted to add that there is a little bit in the beginning i think there is yeah maybe in the beginning wow two who would have thought two cowbell songs two cowbells in the number nines look at that yeah but that's my number nine. I I love We're Not Gonna Take It. Um, I'd be blatantly honest. I don't think I could name three other Twisted Sister songs, but that one is one that I know and like a lot. That's all I know from them. You should explore Twisted Sister. They've got some jams, man. Yeah, kick out I, the jams, dude. Like, like, I mean, if that's their vibe, like that's their general vibe, they're probably great, and I, I would enjoy it. 
for sure. But we're going to now move on to Tyler's number eight. So what do you got cooking? Well, it's burnt. It's burnt to a crisp. It's Iron Man by Black Sabbath. I'm so glad that somebody put this on their list. I know it's a very basic song and like, I know it's, you know, very simple. And like, this is the song that you teach people when they first learn guitar and blah, blah, blah. I still like this song a lot. And I'm glad that somebody put it on their list because I, like I couldn't do it. I like it. It's a classic. That song essentially created heavy metal music. Correct. That yeah. Riff. Oh, it's so That's me every time I hear it, like I have to turn, if it's on the radio, I turn it right up. Fun fact, the guitarist in Black Sabbath had some of his fingertips blown off. So he was playing with it, with some nubs. That's, that makes it even better. <laughs> He's got Man, he was killing it. more than blisters, yeah. He's got nubs <laughs> on his fingers. <laughs> but that's another part. And I don't know, see, with that song, I don't know if it's a product of the technology of the time or that's the sound that they were going for. But, like, the production around Ozzy's voice is, like, so awesome. Like, it just even, – even if it is a product of the technology and it's not something they were trying to do, I love the way that sounds. Like, it's, I don't know, it's just very, like, vibrant. But also it sounds, like, really gritty. Yeah. Like, it sounds – like, not the recording itself, but, like, his voice almost sounds like they recorded it in a garage and then just put it on better produced music, if that makes sense. But I like the way that sounds. That's that song was from 1971. That's so yeah, no, right, yeah. That's and that's why, like, I know it was like early 70s, so I know that like technology was not where it is now with music production. So I don't know. Yeah, I just like the gritty feel of that song for sure. And that song tells one hell of a story. (laughs) One hell of a story. (laughs) And Marvel picked up on it. Oh my god. Anyway, basically, Black Sabbath created Iron Iron Man, and they're not getting credit. I think Iron Man might have already been a thing. No, um, no, 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 I, I would, I wish I could Google it right now, but I can't. Ozzy was doing a lot, and then he was like, "Iron Man, that's it, we got it." <laughs> Just a quick little bump. But anyway, without going into the history of a superhero, uh, Justin, what is your number eight? We're doing a callback to an honorable mention. We're gonna go Van Halen running with the devil. <sighs> nice. <laughs> that's a good one. It's just. Man, that guitar, like the intro, the crink, and the um, the harmonies, the the bassist Michael Anthony does all the high harmonies, and so does Eddie. It's so ridiculous. Like he, we do it at the Devils games. Like, yeah, it's so <laughs> so fun. And the guitar solo, like Eddie Van Halen, is one of the best. Even when I saw Van Halen in, I think it was 2012 on their reunion tour. Uh, this, right. The singer, David Lee Roth, sounded like absolute garbage. But what you can't take away from Van Halen is that Eddie Van Halen can just absolutely shred. And in that song, even in the solo, the riff and everything, like the riff is obviously legendary, but just to hear that he still had it and can still do it just the way he did on the record back in, I think that was 78, on their debut album. Like, what a way to debut. And It's wild. Like to just like, break it, break in like that, like that's so crazy. To, and that was like that was a sound in the '70s that really wasn't happening until they did it. And he brought something like totally new to playing guitar, like with the tapping and everything. Like you hear an eruption. So like just the way he kind of transcended and moved guitar forward was something really special. Speaking yeah. of eruption, I just threw up in my mouth for a second. 
right? Why? I had a whole pie of pizza. Oh, good for you, man. Um, Villa Pizza is beautiful. Oh, yes, Villa Pizza. Oh. Shout out to Burlington Township. But anyway, um, yeah, with this song, too, I don't know. Like, it, it took me a few listens to realize it, but I also love all of the ad libs in this song. <laughs> what like you know random... about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like all of the random shit that he says in the background. I love that. And, but it brings character to the song. Like, it brings like an extra like added element of like kind of humor, but also kind of like this like, yeah, like it's it's rock. You know, it's just very rock and roll like. He's kind of psychotic too, David Lee Roth. Like he is out there. <laughs> oh yeah, but it works. Like I mean, for that, like for what he does, it works very well. But I, yeah, I, I'll always rave about this song for sure. There's no way that I'd ever say anything bad about this song. Never. Um, it's just a shame that the Devils represent it so poorly. Well, they need a win. Yeah, they gotta start winning. I mean, how? Like, oh, aside, really quick. Devils in the playoffs. So, they're coming out of the second period with a two-one lead, and that song play. Oh no, my no, God. no! They're, they're coming out with a four-nothing lead at the end of this. Yeah, no, 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 don't sorry. bring that up. Don't bring you're that up. <laughs> you're about to. I yeah, think about, about every every day. My guy, I'm trying lose. to be positive here. I'm saying, like, imagine being at a playoff game. They're up two-one after two. They come out to that. Like, I'm ready. Like, I'm ready for the third period. Like, let's go. Listen, like, because of this year, I'm just rallied. Like, if I know we're up by like three, four, I'm still like, oh no, we might blow this. I'm rattled. I, mean, I get it. I get. I get it. But I'm next year, next year, I'll feel better. Next year, I'll feel be better. Positive. Anyway. I mean, how do you blow a four-to-one lead? I mean, in retrospect nobody would remember it if they played well the rest of the season. It's just like a natural Devils fan thing to go, well, the, we knew it would never happen. They're going to be good, but then suck even the live. Like the whole thing. I remember we were walking out of the arena and, and we heard a guy like, same shit, different year. And I'm like, unfortunately, the guy was right, but there's no way you can know that in October. No, no oh, sorry, you know what I mean? It was, it was a 4 nothing. Devils fans are just so depressed and negative. I'm not but negative. anyway, I'm just upset. No, no, you're being negative. But anyway. Upset. So Running With the Devil is a great song. Now, I'm going to move on to my number eight. It's a very good song. Justin gives a thumbs up for something, once again, that is completely audio consumed, but it's okay. Um, My number eight song is a New Jersey classic for any uh, Jerseyan out there. Even if you don't listen to a lick of rock and roll, you know this song, you sing this song, you belt this song. You bleed this song, "Living on a Prayer," Bon Jovi. Never heard it's of it. It's a classic. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> no, I, but it's a classic. You know all the words. It's, I mean, what what part of it isn't great? Lyrics are great. Tells a good story. I mean, the the riffs in this song are just like electric. I, I don't know. I, I mean, obviously Literally. it's electric guitar, but you know what I mean. Literally, yeah, I was gonna say that. Literally, but like they it's sound electric. like it kind you of feel is. it like. It's the talk box a little bit there. That's another guitar. It's Richie Sambora. Oh yeah, the yeah, the talk oh, box. Wow, like the, wow, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, I mean I know other I've heard other songs that do it, but like I don't really know many like great songs that do it. You know, I think that I don't know if it was the first or you know, it was revolutionary or introduced that to rock music, but I know that they definitely used it in a way that's very iconic. Like I think a lot of people who are like a fan of that song probably like if you're like, oh, living on a prayer, and then someone will go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, they just know that that's a part of it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But, yeah. I mean, wait, what were you saying? Desmond Child can write a song. Like, that wasn't a Bon Jovi song. Like, he wrote also You Give Love a Bad Name, Bad Medicine, Dude Looks Like a Lady by Aerosmith, uh, <sighs> Poison by Alice Cooper. Ooh. And 
oddly enough, live in La Vida Loca. <laughs> like, what? Ricky Martin, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I mean, hey, this is why we like Justin. He has all the insider information and the background information about this stuff. But By the way, what does that shirt say? Is that fiddle? It says fiddle and steel. It's funny. We're not... This is my uh, candidate that I will be supporting. I love that. I love that so much. Fiddle and okay. steel. <laughs> so sponsor oh, today's podcast. Vote for fiddle and steel. I'm for also, it. Also, a little of um, our own promotion. Justin brought his country music prowess to our top 10 Zach Brown band songs list. And he did a great job, actually. Um, good insight on another genre that he's very in tune with. Um, so I definitely do. give that a listen after you're done with this one. Finish this one first. Go listen to that one. Hopefully you listened it the other way around. But if you didn't go back yeah because it's a really good list if you're listening for me it's you're not gonna get much out of me in that one not go country (laughs) but uh what were you saying justin if you listen to it in reverse order we're gonna say it again you're a degenerate for multiple reasons there's a there's a, a short list of reasons why anyone listening to this ourselves included could be considered a degenerate um Oh, well, um, I'm just going to talk about behind-the-scene things. Uh, Zoom just let me know that they gave us a gift and are deciding not to cut us off at 40 minutes. So, yay, we have unlimited time. <laughs> bang, bang. I, I just I just got a message on my screen. It said, yeah, I got it, too. Check your, <laughs> okay, credit good, card good. Statement. So, Check your credit card statement right now. I mean, I don't have a credit card linked to my Zoom account, so we're good. Um, I guess this is probably the only time they'll do that. But anyway... Um, yeah. Got a little off topic there for a second. So I just, that was my number eight. So now that's all three of us. So we're going to t- back to Tyler. We are back to the noodle. What is your number seven, sir? The noodle. Um, so number seven. Great song. It's going off the rails. It's a crazy train by Ozzy Osbourne. Shit. That's a good one. Or by accident, I actually wrote on my notes, Ozzy is born. I don't know why. Good. Uh, he was. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I was like, I was reading, I was like, Ozzy is born. I hate you. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote like that. <laughs> but yes, awesome song. Great intro. If you do not listen to this before a game, what are you doing? I mean, this gets you pumped up. You want to throw your head through a wall. Well, I agree. Randy Rhodes, I'm just gonna, if I can name the guitarist, I'll name the guitarist. But uh, Randy Rhodes, he he died when he was 24 in a in a plane crash. But like I'm this 24. guy, you are 24. You could you could have been dead if you were Randy Rhodes in a plane crash. But, um, My mom was gonna name me Randy. Well, that's a shame. You're <laughs> lying. She's gonna name me Paul. That, that's that terrible. Would been, that would have been worse. That would be worse. But, um, he was so, so, so good. Like, I, I think um, there's a video that surfaced of Ozzy listening to Crazy Train, just mm-hmm. the guitar, like isolated guitar, no vocals, drums, bass, or anything. And he, like, got teary-eyed listening to Randy Rhodes play Crazy Train because he's like, this is ridiculous what this guy is doing. And he's, like, 22 at the time. And he's like, this guy was, like, out of his mind, like, in another league. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about, like, once-in-a-generation vocal talent, but, like, these guitarists, man, like, for some of these bands, like, you know, singing is a gift that you're given. And I and I know that people, you know, would probably say the same thing about playing guitar, but, like, no, that's, like, so much more work. Like, you can't just pick up a guitar and, and be able to shred like that. 
Like I give those guys so much, even like that, that like death metal stuff that I can't listen to because I don't understand any of the words. Like the, the, the guitarists in these bands, it's unreal. And I definitely agree with this particular song in general. The only thing I would say I quote unquote hate about this song is that the New England Patriots are so tied to it because it's their intro song <laughs> when so, they come right. out. They're going to yeah. lose this year, so we're not going to really hear it that much. If Randy, really... if Randy's not on that song and Mr. Crowley and... Oh, Mr. Crowley. Then the, Ozzy probably, his solo career is probably way different if Randy's not playing on that song. Yeah, for real. That Mr. Crowley song, though, is a weird one. It is. It's a classic, though. It is a classic, and it's a true story. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, this, I looked this was so hard. Yeah, that's why this was so hard to do, though. Like, you guys did it so fast. I don't know how. Like, it took me, like, a good hour and a half to, like, figure yeah. it out, and I still felt rushed. Mr. Crowley. Also, I hope nobody has any Rush songs in here while we while we mention Rush. <laughs> no, so funny enough, like I like I did some digging and I was like, you know, top one hundred like rock songs just to like see what publications like just to like jog my brain. And I saw a Rush song and I was like, no, let me go. Today's Tom not. Sawyer's mean mean brain. <laughs> you deserve like to be no for singing Rush. Yeah, no, we don't do that here. Sorry. Shout out to anybody who likes Rush. Um, you're degenerate wrong. you're a de- degenerate. degenerate you're a degenerate see i can I, I found a good place to say it if you if you listen to rush and enjoy it and don't use it to torture other human beings say it for me justin you are a degenerate my father and is. that's all i got and that's all we've got to say about that so now we're going to go back to justin um so this is your number seven seven yes um i'm I'm a huge fan of the Eagles and I know you mentioned them earlier and there's several bands here that I could have listed like an unreal amount of songs for and the Eagles are one, but the one that comes to mind with the Eagles is um, peaceful, easy feeling. Not sure if you guys are, are familiar. I, honestly, I thought it was going to be life in the fast lane. No, I'm, I'm Ooh. more of a mellow type of Eagles fan. Like they, Same. The, the Eagles are interesting in that they, are a bunch of different genres. I wouldn't even just call them rock. Like they've, they've got mandolin steel guitar in their, in their stuff. So like they pull from country, they pull from folk Americana rock, but like the Eagles, you can tell like in the recordings live and everything that just how much work they've put into their craft because their harmonies are just like on another level. Like nobody in music ever has his harmonies like the Eagles ever. And like that song is just such a vibey kind of song. Like there's a couple Eagles songs that get really vibey like that. But like if you ever just need to like chill out and you, you're just sitting outside, maybe on the beach, maybe by the pool, maybe just with your family, it just peaceful, easy feeling is, it's just like, it really puts you in a certain type of mood and you just can't be upset when you're listening to peaceful, easy feeling. Maybe down, actually. you're in, you know, traffic during rush hour, and you want to be listening to Life in the Fast Lane. And they've they've got so many. Like I'm just, I'll just riff on the Eagles even more, just to show some love. Just like they've got, they're Go kind of like, it. they're kind of like Zach Brown band, like we talked about before, where they have like multiple people in the band who can sing lead. Like they have three or four lead singers in the band. Yeah, and it's did just, not know that. It's unreal. Like the drummer is a singer. The drummer sang Hotel California. 
and uh, the basic oh, really? things. Yeah. yeah. Really? Like, it's ridiculous. Hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. See, you know, you like you have all of this background information that I just don't have, and I love that. That's that's what I'm here for. I love it. I love it. But yeah, I I mean, they're great. I don't even know, like, but you're right. They cross into a lot of different. I I you could even argue that they even cross over into like a good, not a bad version, but a good version of pop sometimes. Yeah, definitely. What they like, do. Peace yeah. and feeling is one of those. Like peace and yeah. feeling is really really guitar heavy like acoustic and mm-hmm. the vocal and harmony and like yeah if i'm not even gonna like it's hard to put a barrier around the eagles and say what they are and to box them into one thing but it's just like when you hear good music you just you just appreciate it and the eagles like everything the eagles do you can just appreciate it i agree yeah no they're great the only thing um, i can appreciate from the eagles is how fucking expensive their concerts are like just Ooh. absolutely absurd. Don't worry, they're yeah, in now. Yeah, no, they made all their money from this last tour at like three hundred dollars a ticket. That's wild. And, and it's not even s- the originals. Like the it, some of the. And people- you're probably sitting a mile away. Yeah, and that's all <laughs> I got to say about that. Perfect. Thank you, Forrest. Um, so my seven will be pretty quick. It's already been mentioned. Um, so I won't go too deep into it because we got we went pretty far into it. But my number seven was Running With The Devil. Uh, this is one of my favorite um, classic rock songs. All the things that I said before, that's why. Um, I just love the vocals on this. But also, like, like I said, the, it just it feels so electric, this song as well. Um, and it reminds me of good times with my friends. So that's why Running With The Devil definitely made it to seven on my list in terms of, because remember, favorites. Also, Tyler... We did a test earlier on Zoom. What is with you, like, constantly hurting yourself? I don't know. I mean, I dropped What are you banging something. your hand on? The desk. Like, I went to, like, put my hand up because Justin was putting his hand up, but I smacked my hand into the desk. To leave your hands on the top of the desk so that when you go like that, it won't I know, hit. I know, and I'm not doing it. But I'm I'm just injury prone. Like, if... I, what? Yeah. No, I'm nothing. just saying. Go for it. Like, if, if we had a team... I would be on IR the entire season because I would find a way to get hurt. I mean, if you say so, man. (laughs) But anyway, um, what you can also say to us is uh, since we're back around to the top, what your number six uh, song on your list is. Beautiful transition. Thank you. I appreciate it. It kind of ruins it when you say it's a transition pointed out. (laughs) Um, my number six <laughs> is has already been repeated before, and an okay. honorable mention. It's one by Metallica. Oh, such a good song! Trust it's me, it was an honorable mention through pain, <laughs> like through pain. Like I listened to the song when I was making the list. I literally listened to it because I was just like, I have to give it a quick listen. Like it's just like, such a good song. Like it starts off nice and slow, mm-hmm. and just builds, and then you just get into. Yeah, oh, it's so great. Imprisoning me. All right, yeah, copyright. Okay, um, but uh, <laughs> but it's not also really copywriting like, when I sing like shit, so it's all right. Still the lyrics, but it's um, like, also like, for, for most people that won't be able to see. We all just did the same headbang at the exact same time to that part of one. So very happy, proud of us, because you know, behind the curtain, we're on Zoom. We are all at our own homes. Um, the quarantine is still pretty real, so here we are. But um, I love one. 
Justin, I don't know if you've had any thoughts on this song. I mean, what is there to say? Like you guys have, <laughs> you guys have covered it a lot, but there's only one. Yeah, just the way the song, like it starts out with the really subtle electric, like the dun 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 dun, and then what it becomes by the end, yeah. is just insane. Like the guitar solo is ridiculous at the end. Unreal. Like the, the first solo that they have is is actually like it's weird to say this about a Metallica song, but the first solo is like beautiful. <laughs> yeah you know it's true that is definitely not a word that you use to describe most metallica songs they're very like gritty rough abrasive which is why we like it but also yeah they definitely take a turn in the even the whole beginning of the song yeah it's just very like, like it's really gentle not even, it's not even really totally electric electrified electric guitar but when they get to that second solo like the super duper shred super fast oh yeah solo, like just like if you take a step back and you're like the song started here and we've gotten here and the story it tells like i think that kind of gets lost in kind of the build of the song and people just forget about the story it actually tells it's like it's about coming home from war so it's like right it, it's crazy like you don't really get that kind of depth with a lot of rock songs you know and mm-hmm. just to kind of have that on top of like this musical masterpiece is like is really cool but you could definitely yeah. feel that in like the music like it, it is art like it, it the entire time like it you can like kind of visualize it i feel like within the music that it is about war and you could i believe at the beginning of the song you could hear the helicopters in the recording yep i don't remember that but probably you're probably right um i know too i think just in, it's a good point you brought up but I, and i think in general to people who do not listen to rock music I think that they know who Metallica is and they're like generalized it as that, like, you know, that one comedian, I can't remember the name of who just makes it like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like you make fun of like the, the quirks and the heaviness and the, you know, but under all of that, there's a lot of depth and actual meaning. And that's probably why their hardcore fans love them so much because they're both, they can be, I'm going to run through a wall. Or they can be like, we're going to tell you this really gritty song with a good story in it if you listen really close. So They have a bunch of those. Like, The Unforgiven. Yeah. I, I'm probably spouting off songs that you guys don't even know. But even Enter Sandman kind of has that as well. Yeah, yeah, we'll it's like a two-tone. That. We'll save that because I know another Yankees fan here has that on his <laughs> list. So. Don't worry. Um, I, I, I might have it there too. In a certain spot. Somewhere. Yeah. So we are now on Justin's number six. Let's let's hear it, buddy. It, it feels weird to make this transition from like a super heavy song to like the super soft side. But um, <laughs> can't fight this feeling by REO Speedwagon. Wow, it, nice. I absolutely nice. love that what a song. song. I it's <laughs> I was watching like if you can't tell already, I'm like a music goober, so I'm I'm deep into like the composition of songs and everything. And I was listening to an interview that the band did with, um, with Dan rather actually. And um, they mentioned that when the singer brought the song to the band, it was like this piano ballad and whatever, and they weren't really taking to it. But then as soon as the guitarist hit that guitar, they were like, yep, that's it. It, It's kind of like one, it's like that musical, like you appreciate what they do musically, but the lyric, like, I think it's, um, Right in the pre-chorus or in the verse, they say, even as I wonder, I'm keeping you in sight. You're a candle in the window on a cold, dark winter night. 
I'm like, wow. Like, it's not just one of those throwaway things. Like, you don't really expect to hear some a lot of lyrical depth in rock. But, like, a lot of those power ballads kind of have that. And they're, I've, spoiler, I've got some more power ballads on here that you'll be hearing about soon. But, like, just the way, that's another song. Like, I've, I've mentioned it a couple times. Songs that build into into something bigger. Like, it starts out with the piano, and then you get the big guitars and the big vocal and the harmonies. And you hear that song, what was it, on a Snickers commercial or something? You hear that. Oh, yeah. That song was in the early 80s. And what a it, song, it, though. It still comes up. It still comes up. It's 2020. It's still in commercials, and the song is 30 years old. Right. Yeah, for fear of spoiling something later in the list, because you were talking about um, uh, like something that's like timeless and kind of like I won't spoil it because I, I think you might have it. But there, are, there, I did re- think of a really other classic song that reminded me of the way you described this one for sure. But um, I guess that. But I guess I'll go into, and I know this. So this song. I don't know about Tyler. Tyler's, Tyler's a wild card, not in a good or a bad way. I just don't know if he's going to have it. Um, there's a chance Justin will have it, but I feel like if he had, based on our rules, he may have chosen another song by this band to hold out on. But my number six is Back in Black from ACDC. ACDC is one of my favorite. Yeah, like ACDC is one of my favorite um, musical artist band whatever you want to call it like in the top three like of my favorites like not just this genre just in general classic song on many of the lists that i was looking on online to like get reference this song was is considered to be their number one by a lot of people top 25 all time i mean this i mean it's a timeless song everyone knows this song because like justin just mentioned about songs being commercials um back in black has been in so many movie trailers and other different things, you know, a show trailers, a little intense for commercials, but it's been in a lot of other publication for sure. Um, it's just a classic ACDC song. I mean, you can't, you just, you just love it. It was so hard to pick an ACDC song because you can legitimately pick anything from Highway to Hell, anything yep. from Back in Black, a lot of stuff from the early Bond years. And then you have like, for those about the rock, you have Thunderstruck, you have, you have all this music, but um, I have Back in Black on mine. So I guess I'll just talk about it now. Um, where is it out of curiosity number three wow i didn't expect that that's interesting it might not even be my favorite acdc song but the thing i appreciate with it is um the original singer bon scott died in 79 and in 1980 they find a new lead singer total stylistic change and to create one of the most well-known riffs of all time one to have such a quick turnaround too and like just the power in his voice like i don't know if he's screaming or if he's singing or or what brian johnson is doing but like it's so and it's a tribute to bon scott the song but it's just like everything about that song is is timeless like the just the riff alone like how many people have you seen like i don't know if you ever walk around a music store or whatever but you will hear back in black. You, you just oh, absolutely. Yep. Like I said it's in it's in so many movie soundtracks. It's in so many you know TV shows. I mean, this is a song because it just any time in a movie or anything that there's a comeback or somebody is coming with their their group like that song plays. They're walking in slow motion to black back in black. Like it's that's it's that cemented in pop culture and 
once again, you've never heard an ACDC song, at least knowingly ever heard an ACDC song. You've heard Back in Black. You know, you've heard the riff for sure. And, And that's the thing. And I know you talked about it. This riff is one that has never been like copied off of or duplicated. You can't. Like, it's so unique, I think. And it's um, not even that really hard to play as a guitarist. No. I, as a really shitty guitarist myself, <laughs> I can play back in black. So it's nothing that's like reinventing the wheel is ter- in terms of like super speed playing or whatever. But like the way it all came together and the way it fits with the song and like. Something yeah. underrated in that song is the drums, man. Like the drums are so, so, so good. You hear it really well in the intro. Mm-hmm. On a lot of those songs, on um, the Mutt Lang produced stuff, the um, Highway to Hell and Back in Black, and then for those about the rock, like the drums are just huge and they fit so well. Hey guys, Ryan here. Unfortunately, due to some unforeseen technical difficulties, we weren't able to properly end the first half of our top 10 favorite classic rock songs. Join us next week as we finish our lists. Also, in the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at bringoutthelists, underscores, uh, space out the title, or you can send us an email for a list suggestion if you have one at bringoutthelist at gmail.com. That's bringoutthelist at gmail.com. Thanks. And tune in next time.